This call may be recorded or transcribed. Good morning, beautiful family. Good morning. Oh, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. God bless everyone on the call. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Salicita, who's on the line. Good morning. This is Juanita. Good morning, Juanita. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Wednesday. God bless you. Thank Have a you. great day. Thank you. You too. Good morning. It's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Wednesday. Same to you. You have a wonderful and blessed day. Thank you. You too. Thank you. Good morning, Miss Kind Kim. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Kind Kim. Happy Wednesday. Thank you, beautiful. Same to you. Thank you. Good morning, Diasita. 
I just want to thank you so much because you helped me so much when I didn't have no clothes for my baby and you helped me. Oh, you're so welcome. No, for real, thank you so much. I didn't have no clothes for my baby and I had a baby shower and you helped me so much. Oh, it was my pleasure. I love you and God bless you too. Thank you so much in Jesus' name. You You are so welcome. Love you too. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, it's Shara. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Shara. Happy Wednesday to you. Good morning. This is Monica. And can I get a prayer request? Yes. It's for Alexis Godfrey. She's in the hospital. Um, She just gave birth a couple of months ago, and her body starts shutting down, and um, all of her nerves and everything are shot, and the doctors are trying to find out what's going on. So she's in John Muir, but they're going to try and send her to UCSF. So if we can just, and she's young. She's only 25. Okay. I, I'm writing it down, and thank you for sharing that with us. We will definitely no be problem. praying for it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Good morning. It's Diane. Happy Wednesday, everyone. Good morning, Diane. Happy Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Going on me. Okay. Good morning. Good Amen. You are so right. God is good all the time, and He's got our back. He's got our back. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. You too, Sister Yvonne. Good morning, Valuable. It's a Restore Rest, Resilient Rochelle. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Restored, Restorated, Resilient Rochelle. <laughs> I hope I got it right. <laughs> Happy Wednesday. Love Amen. you. Love you too. To God be the glory. Amen. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Hi, Valuable. This is Kindness again. I'd like to put in a prayer request, please. Okay. I'm ready. I had um, one of my coworkers reach out to me, and her niece is in the ICU. Very young lady who went in on December 1st for COVID-19 and um, was in the ICU the following day. So she was on a respirator for about two weeks, and they're getting ready to remove the respirator. And they want to give her a tracheotomy, and they don't feel like she's going to pull through. She's not strong enough for the surgery. So I'm just asking for prayers for her healing and just comfort for the family. Her name is Sharon, S-H-A apostrophe capital R-O-N. Got it. Thank you so much, Valuable. Thank you for letting us know. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. This is Prosperous Pam. Hi, Valacita. Hi, family. 
Good morning. Happy Wednesday, Prosperous. Love you. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place their phones on mute and we'll begin the hosting. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. Be sure to join us during the month of December, where our monthly theme is entitled, More. Focusing on hearing and receiving more of God so we can can and will be more like him. There are three announcements today. Today is the day that declare victory fast for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you'd like to join in, push back your plate of something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time when we'll call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, please join us this evening at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time by calling the same phone number to participate in a short prayer call entitled Prayer for the Children. This is a call for those interested in praying for the children and young adults they love. Please bring your child's name and be prepared to participate in collective prayer to change their lives. Lastly, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truths, along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. You can give at declarevictory.org or through PayPal at paypal.me forward slash declare victory or through your cash app at dollar sign I declare victory now. We pray many blessings for our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. I'd just like to remind everyone to please place their phones on mute. Thank you. There are two prayer requests from the app. The first one is from Jacqueline Wilson. She's asking for prayer for a good colonoscopy result today. Then we also have a prayer request from our sister Elsie. And um, Elsie lost her oldest sister last night, Jennifer, in a fatal car accident. Jennifer's Mm -hmm. son, I'm sorry, Jennifer's sons, Arius and Adian, we're in the car with her and are both in the hospital. One has a broken pelvic bone and the other has a concussion and broken wrist. So let's just lift up Elsie and her family. Let's pray for healing for her nephews and, and for comfort for the family during this time of grieving. We also have two spoken prayer requests. The first one is from Monica. She's asking for prayer for Alexis Godfrey. She's a young lady who gave birth a couple of months ago, and her body has um, 
everything's sort of shutting down and she's having problems with her nerves. So let's just lift her up and, and we know our God is a healer. So let's just pray for complete healing for Alexis Godfrey. Kind Kim is asking for prayer for her co-worker's niece. Her name is Sharon. Sharon has COVID and is in ICU. They want to put a tracheotomy in, and um, they're concerned about um, that procedure for her um, in, during because of her health condition. Um, let's pray for healing and comfort for the family. We know he's a healer. Jesus is a healer. In the name of Jesus. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Rochelle. Declaration will be brought by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by Dion. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Rochelle. Declaration by Dion. And then closing comments will be hosted by Dion. The scripture for today is Philippians 1 and 6. And I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off of mute. I now pass the call to Rochelle. Have a blessed day. Hallelujah. If we can just take this moment as we prepare ourselves to come humbly and boldly to the throne of grace, to prepare our hearts, to yield to everything that's not uh, concerning our petitions and our supplications and thanksgiving unto him. Uh, just a reminder to please check your phones to make sure that it's on mute as we go with no distractions to the throne of grace. Hallelujah. So, Father, hallelujah, we come to say good morning to you, O oh God. We say thank you, O oh God. We say we love you. Lord, we say we uh, appreciate you and we adore you, O oh God. We don't just say it with our mouth, O oh God, but we say it, O oh God, with our lives, O oh God. Lord, we come, O oh God, and we offer up a sweet fragrance unto you, O oh God. Lord, we come with thanksgiving in our heart, O oh God, as we come to petition you, O oh God. Please place your phones on mute. Lord, we come to you in the name of Jesus to plead the blood on our lives, O oh God, on all the things that on all the things that belong to you, O oh God. Lord, you have made us a good steward over all that you have given us, O oh God. So we come to you, uh, bringing them, O oh God, to you, O oh God. Lord, petitioning you for healing, O oh God, for comfort, for care, O oh God, for joy, for strength, O oh God, for asking you to remove them from uh, bondage, O oh God. So, Lord, we thank you right now, Lord. We come saying that we need more, more, O oh God, more of you, O oh God, we need more, oh God. We come, oh God, uh, as we come with our first fruits, oh God, on this morning. Some of us have been uh, laboring and toiling through the night, oh God, petitioning you and interceding, oh God. But Lord, we come with intention, oh God, to know that you are the only just God. Lord, that we can come to you, oh God, the true and living God, and seek you, oh God, and know that we that we can find you, oh God. Lord, that we can 
uh, talk to you and you will commune with us, oh God, and we thank you. Lord, we thank you for this platform of Declare Victory where we come, oh God. It's not just a name. It's not just a prayer call, oh God. But we come to declare victory in every area of our lives, oh God. We come, oh God, because we know that you will meet us here, that we do not forsake the assembling of ourselves, oh God. But we come, oh God, with the intention of seeking you and receiving you, that your Holy Spirit pours out, oh God. Lord, we thank you. We come, oh God, and we ask, oh God, that you create in us, oh God, a clean heart and renew a right spirit in us, oh God, that we may be good stewards, oh God, that we may be uh, clean and pure, oh God, vessels fit for your use, oh God. Lord, that we will go out, oh God, and proclaim, oh God, your word in a surety, oh God, of the sure foundation of your word and who you are, oh God, that we will not compromise who you are. We will believe what you are to us, oh God, what your word says about us, oh God, who we are and whose we are, oh God. So Lord, we thank you, oh God, and as we prepare our hearts to know whose we are and who we are, oh God, as we lift up the petition, oh God, the prayers on the prayer list, oh God, Lord, we ask, oh God, um, for one, we continue to pray for um, the Elliott family who lost their pet Daisy, oh God, a couple days ago. Lord, we're praying for the comfort, oh God. It doesn't just go away. Lord, pets are, uh, some pets to us are more than just family, oh God. So we don't despise just the little things because um, they're pets, oh God. Lord, we look at them as family. We treat them as family. We have made a vow to care for them, oh God. So I pray that all of the ones that have pets, oh God, that they are treating them well, oh God. Lord, that they are treating them uh, with with dignity, oh God, and providing for them, oh God, that they are uh, giving them uh, the attention that they need, oh God, the same attention that they would give to our uh, humans that we talk to and commune to. Lord, they understand. It may sound crazy to some people, but it's not, Lord. We thank God for it, and we thank God for the life of Daisy, oh God, that brought so much joy to their family and to their children, oh God. Lord, we thank you, and we thank you for Pam, oh God, interceding, and we all interceding for them, oh God. Lord, we thank you for Jacqueline, oh God. Hallelujah, that our test results will come back, that it is well. And she, uh, in every system that is functioning in her body as well, oh God. Lord, we lift up Elsie, oh God. Lord, we ask that you wrap your loving arms around her and her family, oh God, for the loss of her sister Jacqueline, oh God. We know, oh God, that she just spent time with them for Thanksgiving, oh God. So, Lord, we ask that you, hallelujah, give her the great memories that she has, oh God. Lord, that it's not by chance, oh God, but we know that you are a keeper and your plans, hallelujah, are purposeful, oh God. Lord, for them to uh, be able to be together, oh God. Lord, we don't know what's coming, oh God, but we know, Lord, that, that you are perfect in everything that you do, oh God that you are a keeper, oh God, that you are a mind regulator, that you are a heart fixer, oh God, that you are a, a sister to the sisterless and a father to the fatherless, a mother to the motherless, oh God, that you fill every void, oh God, that you take that pain, oh God, Lord, and it becomes, uh, you give us peace for it, oh God, you give us beauty for ashes, oh God, when we seem like we just can't uh, uh Deal with what's going on, oh God. Lord, we can call on you and know that you are there, oh God, that you will lift us up in that place, oh God, that you will comfort us, oh God. Lord, we pray for her children, oh God. 
Hallelujah, Lord. We pray for her children, oh God. Lord, touch their minds, oh God, that they don't go into a depression, oh God, of losing their mother, oh God. But, Lord, pour into them, oh God. Give them that joy that only you can give in each other, oh God, in the memories and the love, oh God. Lord, do that for them, oh God, for her grandson, oh God, in the name of Jesus, for her mom and the rest of her family, oh God. Lord, do it for them, oh God. Please, oh God. Uh, Lord, make them uh, continue to make them whole in the name of Jesus, Lord. We thank you, oh God. Hallelujah. We thank you for Twanita, oh God, who's praying for her 16-year-old grandson, oh God, Tavares. Lord, we ask, oh God, that you, hallelujah, we summon the courts, oh God, and we petition the courts of heaven to proclaim victory for him, oh God. Lord, we thank you, oh God, because we know that you only, you are the only just God, that you are the judge, oh God. Lord, we thank you for Monica's prayer request, oh God, for Alexis Godfrey, oh God. Lord, she's 25 and has given birth, oh God, and her body doesn't want to line up and recover, oh God. But Lord, we know that you are a God who makes all things hold, oh God, that you will uh, bring things back together, oh God, and you will make it stronger and better than it was before. Lord, allow her, oh God, to get better, oh God, so she can uh, enjoy the, the gift of her womb that you have given her, oh God, and we thank you. Hallelujah for your word, oh God, that says that she is whole, oh God, that she will recover, oh God, to a better state than she was before, oh God. Lord, we thank you for Kim, oh God, that's petitioning for her co-workers, niece Sharon, her uh, Sharon's niece, oh God. Lord, she's sick with COVID, oh God, and she has a respirator and they want to remove it, oh God. So Lord, we're asking for uh, her healing, oh God. Lord, we are not looking at the prognosis, oh God, but we're looking at the Godnosis, oh God. The God that knows all, oh God. That God that's omniscient, oh God. That God that's uh, omnipotent, oh God. That God that's omnipresent, oh God. That he's everywhere at the same time that he knows all, oh God. So, Lord, we ask, oh God, that you lift up all this all these prayer requests, oh God. Lord, we come to you because we know that you are the only just God that can do uh, what we ask, oh God, that we seek you and we can find you, oh God. Hallelujah, that we, if we ask of you, oh God, we don't ask it in a missile, oh God. We ask because we know, hallelujah, that you will do it, oh God. Hallelujah, and we thank you in advance, oh God. We thank you for the things that we don't see, oh God, because we know, oh God, supernaturally it is already done, oh God. So, Lord, we thank you in the assurance, oh God. Lord, we just come to you, oh God, for the situations that's going on in the world, oh God, for the tornadoes, oh God. I pray for the relief, oh God, and the rescue that is coming to them, oh God. Lord, give them hope, oh God. Don't let them give up, oh God, but let them know, oh God, that that, that the sun will shine, oh God. The S-O-N will shine for them, oh God, that there will be a greater day, oh God, that they don't have to worry about right now, oh God. Send the help, oh God to strengthen them, oh God, to give them hope, oh God. Lord, we thank you, oh God, <laughs> for everything, oh God, that we don't have to get caught up with the things that's going on, but we can look unto you, oh God, the author and finisher of our faith, oh God, and know with assurance, oh God, that you are God, and besides you, there is no other, oh God. Lord, that we will speak life, oh God, into the atmosphere, oh God, that we will not accept the things that's going on and say, oh, well, or uh, let it be. But we will say, let him be, oh God. Let you reign in the earth, oh God. Lord, we call those things that aren't 
as they were and see them come to pass and manifest manifest in your name, O oh God. Lord, we thank you. We will not be defeated, O oh God. We are not a defeated foe, O oh God, but we will trust in you, O oh God. Hallelujah. We will depend on you, O oh God. We will look to you for all things, O oh God, and know, hallelujah, that it is so, O oh God. So, Lord, we thank you. We thank you for this place, O oh God. Lord, and I just open up the line, O oh God, and ask my sisters and brothers to come in, O oh God, and petition the God and thank him, O oh God for what he's doing and what he's going to do, oh God, for the healing, oh God, for the Thank you for that restoration, 
absolutely positively praying for you. Um, you know that. If you know nothing else, I know your test will be well. Um, and for all the other prayer requests that we had this morning um, for uh, the baby, that her body would line up. Rochelle, thank you for your awesome prayer this morning and ushering us into the presence of God. I had to play that song this morning. Um, and if you guys knew what kind of hula hoops I jumped through <laughs> to make sure I could play it, um, Tanya, I figured it out. So next time we can do what you wanted to do. And it's really simple. I was thinking way too hard. You guys, it's Wednesday. It's wait while we wait Wednesday. It is the day, uh, number one, that the Lord has made. But it's also the day that we have set aside to push back our plate. Um, today would be a great day to do so um, with the, the heavy hearts. And it's holiday time and holiday season, the nostalgia for those of us that are single, um, I'm praying for you that your faith will fail you not and that the weight of your singleness won't frustrate you in this season uh, based upon what you think you see. For families who uh, potentially don't have what they think they want to have during this season, I'm praying for you that God will give you great wisdom in how to execute a thing. Um, also want to make a really quick announcement. We are partnering um, with Way to Love this Christmas season in adopting a family. So today and tomorrow, I'll be going out um, to do some shopping for the family in its entirety. I don't just want to bless them. I want to bless them in abundance. I want to make sure that the kids are ecstatic. But a lot of times during <clears throat> these Christmas seasons, um, people go get trinkets and uh, little things. I want to give them some things that they can use. Um, and I want to do it in excess because we have a God of exceeding abundantly, above and beyond anything you could ever think, hope, or imagine. Your giving has made that possible. If anybody wants to contribute um, any extra, please, ma'am, please, sir, uh, go ahead and send whatever to uh, declare, I declare victory now. Or you can also send it to uh, PayPal, and I'll make sure, uh, maybe if we can give them some gift cards on top of the gifts for things like groceries and gas at $5 a gallon. I think that would make parents super duper happy. A few little groceries, I think that would make some parents overjoyed. So we'll take care of the children, but I also want to take care of the parents because I've been the parents. Amen. Amen. Um, I hope Jubilant is on the line and she was able to hear her beautiful voice and Brother E was on the line uh, as the maestro. I pray that that encouraged you to keep going. Um, <clears throat> I got up this morning, probably about three o'clock, and before I laid down, the Lord had given me, um, usually when he gives me what to teach, he will say it emphatically. Uh, Joshua and Caleb, Joshua and Caleb, Joshua and Caleb. So this morning, um, I'm going to do a little Bible travel. If you guys will humor me with a, a little bit of time. And um, I'm going to take us down a course of a journey. We are still talking about more. M-O-R-E, child. 
And the reality is um, a lot of times we are so overwhelmed uh, with what we think we see, so inundated with circumstances and situations and um, what we see visually and aesthetically that sometimes we forget that there's a process to more, that more does not just happen. More is not something um, that that you just wake up and, and walk into. Uh, there are steps and, and processes that take place during the course of our lives that sometimes we don't even realize that one path leads to the next path, leads to the next that leads to the next victory, that even that failure, that trouble, that hardship, that struggle, uh, that place of insecurity, that place of feeling insignificant, insufficient, invisible, and some more stuff. Um, <clears throat> you know, truth be told, if, if we'd all just be honest, um, if we'd all just be honest, Sometimes it seems like we're never going to get there, ah, right? <clears throat> Sometimes it seems like it's just an endless trek of a bunch of, of nothingness. But you know what I, I realized? I realized that even those frustrating things, um, even those hard things are not only par for the course, but they do and they work things in us that we don't necessarily have a full glimpse into. That some of the things, I, I'm positive that Elsie had no idea um, that visiting her sister would be the last time uh, that she would see her. <laughs> um, and, and I'm sure, if I don't know anything else, I'm sure it did her heart well to see Elsie in the space that she's in, even though things have been hard, even though things have been difficult, even though and sometimes she's been displaced. God has this way of giving us a moment of redemption through our process um, in an effort that someone else's heart might be encouraged, that someone else's heart might be blessed. And so um, today, I'm going to journey through a couple of passages passages of scripture. Um, I'll give them to you in advance. You can write them down. Uh, I want you to say out loud, out of your mouth. This is called declare victory. I want you to open up your mouth and say, there is more. There is more. Not more for everybody else, but there is more for me. There's more for me. Um, the first passage is going to be Numbers, the 13th chapter. And I'm going to read the first, and first through the fourth verse. And then I'm just going to tap on 6, 8, and then 16. Numbers 13, 1 through 4. Then specifically 6, 8, and 16. Then we're going to walk over to Deuteronomy, uh, the 34th chapter. And Rochelle, that was wise. I like how you did that. That's very helpful. Um, 
Deuteronomy, the 34th chapter, 7th through the 9th verses. Again, that's Deuteronomy 34, 7 through 9. And then finally, Joshua 3, 6 through 9. So once again, Numbers 13, 1 through 4, then 6, 8, and 16. Then Deuteronomy 34, 7 through 9. And finally, Joshua 3, 6 through 9. Um, you guys know me. I am an avid storyteller. Um, I love to, um, now I'm not, I'm not a Tanya storyteller, but I love to relate the word of God um, to, for real, um, things that have transpired in my life. Um, I want to make it not only relatable, but I want you to understand that there are um, always things that connect you to your destiny. Um, there are always things that you can refer back to, which is why I used traveling through the word of God as opposed to just pulling out a scripture. Um, I'm usually a topic teacher, but the Lord was very specific in sharing that a lot of times in an effort to get to more, you have to understand that there's a process, that sometimes who we are becoming doesn't look like what we think it should. And there are some steps and some measures that have to take place in the process. This is how I know I got to teach because normally I walk around and pace, but I'm sitting down and I made myself sit down because I really want you to get this. Um, as a young, young girl, um, I remember when I initially began um, to see and hear things so clearly um, that I was alarmed. I, I used to be frightened by the things that I would see. And um, growing up Baptist, which is why I know God is not a God of religiosity or traditionalism, but he is a God of truth and life. Um, I, I didn't really have outlets because I was, number one, I was afraid of what was in me. Um, I didn't realize it was something in me. I thought I was a little off, and I might be a little different, but but I'm not off. I'm peculiar is probably the best word for it. Um, and, and I didn't have a lot of, of places that I could go and talk about or, or places to help me understand what I was seeing or what I was hearing. But I knew without a shadow of a doubt that there was something peculiar, something different um, about who I was. I just didn't know how to wrap my mind around it. Um, I, I opened my first salon at the age of 21, had my very first nonprofit and the first operations of a nonprofit at the age of 26. Uh, by the time my, my cosmetological uh, career ended, I had owned and operated three salons. And um, I remember even diversifying my salon. And everybody was like, why you got a, a Mexican? I was like, don't act like that. She, she had stylist. But, you know, I did things that not many people had the process of mind to do. I um, mean, I remember, and I, you guys have probably heard this story in particular um, a time or two before, 
But the Lord would say things to me very specifically and tell me to go here, go there, do this, do that. And I was standing behind my salon chair one day and he told me to walk around the block seven times. Um, and and in, in so doing, I, I didn't really, I, I guess I had heard the story, but I didn't really understand um, the story of Joshua and walking around the wall seven times. I, I didn't really get the nature of it. But what I understood is that he was teaching me how to hear, how to listen, and how to obey. He would tell me to go to different uh physical locations and go and uh, walk the grounds or uh, perhaps talk to this person or that person. He would tell me to go to, there was a Bible bookstore uh, downtown in Vallejo and I would go there. They had a prayer room. He would tell me to go there and pray for two hours or go to the salon in the middle of the night and uh, worship and pray and read my word out loud. And I'd be like, but I was asleep though. Like, this is weird. It's two o'clock in the morning. What is happening? Um, and I remember when the Lord told me um, that I was a midwife and that you are to verbalize that you are a midwife. I remember feeling absolutely ridiculous and extremely uncomfortable. And I thought it was stupid. I was like, this is so dumb. <laughs> and if I was not um, positive that you're real, it wouldn't make any sense for me to do any of this. What I discovered was that he changed my name. And that things that um, were okay, things that were comfortable, things that were familiar, things that used to be fun, uh, stuff started changing uh, dramatically, drastically. And um, again, by the grace of God, I, I had a Tanya who I had, had watched and uh, I, I would spend hours and hours and there was a season in my life where I, I literally, all I did was go to work, come home, read my Bible, fast, pray. Sometimes I would pray. Um, I would start praying when it was light and I would wake up or come out or come to, I know, um, and I, I didn't understand what it was then, but I realized that I had gone um, to different realms and different places in prayer. And and I, I, I remember not understanding that process, um, even when the Lord told me to quit my job that I had at the school district and um, how Latanya said something to me in the natural and instantly in the spirit, I understood that God had severed a thing, had changed things. I'm saying all of this to say, um, if you take a moment and you reflect on some of the things, uh, if you've had a relationship with God at any time, even if you're unfamiliar, that that's what it was. There are things that God has done throughout your entire life that has made a difference. I didn't understand why in seasons of my life I was displaced and I was from pillar to post. I didn't understand in certain times, and I'm going to make this confession, this is the first time in my um, entire life, now I'm going to say this, and mom, I know you on the call, but what I know is that consistently I have lived in one place for more than seven years at a time, and I'm 50, right? Now, some pieces and some parts 
What I understand is because I lived in so many different places, and I promise I'm going to go through these uh, scriptures that I gave you in just a moment. Um, in some places of my life, those locations were necessary. I lived in a place called Upper Saddle River, a very prestigious area in New Jersey, um, where all of my schoolmates were not of my pigment. Um, I lived in Connecticut in a place called Weston, where all of my friends were Jewish and had blue eyes and blonde hair. And all I wanted to do was get back to Richmond, where all of my friends could cuss better than most grown folks I know. They taught me well. You hear me? But what I get is that in living in those places, I was part of organizations like Jack and Jill. We would go on ski trips and have tea parties and go golfing. And I, I didn't know that that was abstract or abnormal. I didn't know that that didn't happen in, quote unquote, the ghetto, which is, is what my, my uncle used to call Richmond. But I loved the ghetto, right? <laughs> I appreciated uh, 4820 Burke Avenue right there off cutting behind JFK by the, uh, by the park, right? <laughs> And all of these things, if I hadn't lived and been exposed to all those different things, there are some things, there are some uh, venues. I wouldn't have been able to move to Atlanta, Georgia and thrive. There are things that God allows in our lives to build who we are. You can take me anywhere and drop me off. I may be lost for a moment, but I guarantee you I'll find my way. All of the things that we experience, our good days, our bad days, it goes right back to the scripture. We hear consistently Psalms 139, 13 through 16. Nothing is coincidental. Nothing is wasted. Nothing is useless. It is all process. Let's go to this word. Numbers 13, 1 through 4. First, the Lord said to Moses, Send some men to explore the land of Canaan, which I am giving to the Israelites. From each ancestral tribe, send one of its leaders. So at the Lord's command, Moses sent out from the desert to Paran, all of them that were leaders of the Israelites. And their names were, and I'm just going to mention Caleb and um, Hosea, which is, we'll get to that. From the tribe of Judah, Caleb, the son of Jasethan, and then from the tribe of Ephraim, Hosea, son of Nun. And if you go down to 16, it says, and their names of, of the men Moses sent to explore the land. Moses gave Hosea, son of Nun, the name Joshua. The name Joshua means God saves. Let's go over to Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy, the seventh chapter. And Moses was 120 years old when he died. His eyes were not dim, nor his natural force abated. That means that he still had pep in his step. And the children of Israel wept for Moses in the plains of the Moab 30 days. So the days of weeping and mourning for Moses were ended. 
if anybody has questions about the quote-unquote the biblical structure for mourning <clears throat> it doesn't mean that you won't experience the pain of loss or grief at an extended rate but there's a a, a general prescription of a 30-day mourning process and joshua the son of nun was full of the spirit of wisdom for Moses had laid his hands upon him, and the children of Israel hearkened unto him and did as the Lord commanded Moses. Um, I'm going to stop before I go to Joshua, the third chapter. Um, at about the age, and, and my mom can correct me on this, um, when I lived in New Jersey, we went to um, um, this church, and Pastor Johnson was his name. Um, and he had a son named Chris that I had a crazy crush on and they, they lived in, um, I, it, the name escapes me now. I'll tell y'all in a minute, but I had a crush on Chris cause he was the only black face I could see. <laughs> um, and I remember him praying a prayer over me. I may have been about 12 years old. I might've been 13. And during the time that he prayed over me, I physically saw what appeared to be a cloud or um, almost smoke. And he prayed that there would be a bubble around me. I'll never forget it. Um, and the Lord reminded me of that even this morning during my prayer meditation time before sharing. And he laid his hands on me. Um, it was different than being in regular Baptist churches. He was more of uh, the Pentecostal persuasion. His uh, his speaking into my life in that moment, um, it is as if I understood that there was something different about who I was, and I got it. I got it. While I didn't understand all the components of it, um, I understood that there was something different, right? So let's let's go over to Joshua, the third chapter. Now, before I go into depth into this, let me tie what I said about some of the things that happened in our lives. At, at the time that the Lord gave me this particular scripture, um, my mother and I were living in that apartment complex. At, at the time, it was called Windrush Hills. Um, and I remember making a phone call. I was trying, no, no, no. I remember answering a phone call. And there was a lady on the other end of the phone. Her name was Gloria Brown. And Gloria Brown has a very strong prophetic gift. And at this season um, of my life, I was, uh, I was pregnant with Demaria and I had given my life to Christ. Um, and, and really, I meant it at this age. I was 24 years old. <clears throat> and this lady calls and had a wrong number. But it wasn't a wrong number at all. It was a very right number. Um, I, I found out that I was pregnant with DeMarie after I had decided um, that I couldn't live how everybody else lived anymore. My My gifting was um, manifesting in a, an extremely strong way. I didn't understand what was going on, but I knew that it was God ordained. I understood that God had ordered it. I understood that. Um, and, and at the time, Tanya had been a part of my life probably about, uh, since I was about 19 or 20. 
And I had been watching her. I, I, I had known that there were certain things that she had that I needed, the, the lifestyle of consecration, watching her go through times of prayer and fasting. And now, mind you, I'm a, I'm a young girl, and I was a piece of work. I used to like to fight and stuff, y'all. I still like to fight. I just do it very differently. But this lady on the other end of the phone, she began to speak into my life prophetically. Um, and not long after that, I, I had, uh, oh, no, but that might have been with Josiah because Michael was part of my life. Okay. Fast forward. I'm sorry, guys. I'm I'm physically seeing it as I'm sharing it with you. Nevertheless, at this time, I had been in my journey for quite some time. So I guess I was more like 28, 29 and had been in my process. And um, it was prior to Josiah's father and I being married. And I ended up going um, and meeting this this woman that had spoken into my life. And she she said some really powerful things. I, it was the first time that I had written a prophecy down. And as she shared with me what the Lord was saying um, today, almost 20 years later, not only do I understand what she meant, I see what she said. Um, and she had had me, I went, it was the first time I went and I spoke publicly. Um, and it was the first time that I went and there were things that happened supernaturally. Um, that I was not ready for, um, that I was not expecting or anticipating. But before this particular trip, I fasted for 40 days. And when I say I fasted, I fasted for 40 days. And all I had was water, um, fruit, and vegetables for 40 days. And for many of those days, all I did was water. So the clarity was ridiculous. It was during that that trip to Denver um, that I got to see um, just a glimpse of some of what God had planned to do with my life. I, I got to see, and I didn't realize it at all then. Um, I didn't understand it at all then. But today, as the pieces begin to come together, not only do I understand, but I understand why some of the things that happened when I was a girl had to happen, why some of the experiences that I had were necessary and par for the course. They were part of my process, why I would always be the odd man out, why I would always be the peculiar one, why I would always um, be the the Cinderella in certain instances, in, in many cases. But it was God's means and ways um, of protecting me. It was God's method of keeping me safe from myself, if that makes sense, right? So let's go into the scripture, and I promise I'll tie all this stuff up in a bit. Uh, while I was there in Denver, um, this is the, the piece of the scripture that the Lord gave to me. Um, Joshua said to the priest, Take up the Ark of the Covenant and pass on ahead of the people. So they took it up and went ahead of him. And the Lord said to Joshua, Today I will begin to exalt you in the eyes of all Israel, so that they may know that I am with you as I was with Moses. Tell the priests who carry the Ark of the Covenant, when you reach the edge of the Jordan waters, 
go and stand in the river. And Joshua said to uh, the Israelites, come here and listen to the words of the Lord your God. I'm going to continue to read because that, that wasn't all. This is how you will know that the living God is among you and that he will certainly drive out before you the Canaanites, the Hittites, the uh, Pivites, the Perizzites, the Gigrasites, the Amorites, and the Jebusites. See the ark of the covenant of the Lord um, in all the earth will go into the Jordan ahead of you. Now then, choose 12 men from the tribe of Israel, one from each tribe. And as soon as the priests who carry the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth, set foot on the Jordan, its waters flowing downstream will be cut off and stand in heaps. Now keep in mind, if you go back and read the passages that I gave you before in Deuteronomy, the same exact thing happened with Moses where he was uh, he, not in, uh, in Numbers 13, I'm sorry. He was given instructions uh, to choose leaders from tribes. This is where Joshua's ministry was birthed a long time before he was actually loosed into it. So when the people broke camp to cross the Jordan, the priest carrying the Ark of the Covenant went ahead of him. Now the Jordan is the floor, is the flood stage all during the harvest. Yet as soon as the priests who carried the ark reached the Jordan and their feet touched the water's edge, the water from upstream stopped flowing. It piled up in a heap a greater distance away in the town called Adam in the city of uh, vicinity of Zarephath while the water's flowing down, oh wait, while the water's flowing down the Sea of Arabam, that is the Dead Sea, was completely cut off. So the people crossed over into Jericho, and the priests who carried the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord stopped in the middle of the Jordan and stood on dry ground while Israel passed until the whole nation had completed the crossing on dry ground. And it goes forth um, in, in four, and it, it talks about um, pick up the Ark of the Covenant. I think it may even be ahead of this, but don't get too close to it. One of the things that um, I believe as time goes on and you build your relationship with God, sometimes you'll get comfortable and complacent and think y'all friends and think y'all buddies. You got to be real careful when God has given you instructions, when he has set you on a specific path that you don't get so laxed in the relationship that you think you guys are chummy. You are still simply um, assigned to this earth to do a thing. And a lot of times when we get real close, sometimes uh, we'll find ourselves in things and situations that perhaps if we had kept that reverence, perhaps if we had kept that uh, mindset of really that there is more, more that God requires of you. Sometimes in religion and tradition, you'll get so comfortable uh, in the fact that you're a good old Christian soldier that you forget that there's more for you to do. Joshua in this particular passage went from being one that was selected uh, to to mark a monument in Moses's time to being the leader of picking up and carrying the torch into further and distant lands in that season. But what I want you guys to know and notice more so is that there was a process. It didn't just happen. 
There were things that transpired that I'm sure Joshua didn't understand. There was a season where they were simply spies and Moses said, go tell me what you see. And out of all of those that were assigned to go on the journey, the only ones who had a thought process or an idea of the fact that there was more was Joshua and Caleb to the degree that those that were with them said, why don't we just go back to where we came from? I came to tell you this morning, there's nothing behind you. Everything is ahead of you. There's more. You are carrying the next monumental move of God down on the inside of you, that everything that you've experienced in times past was aligning you for your now. Today, I understand there are certain things that I could never go back to, not even because I can't. I'm not interested. Some things don't move me. There's a peace that I have that I wouldn't trade for anything. I'm sure the day that Joshua uh, was uh, Hosea, I'm sure that he didn't understand what was taking place. I'm sure that he may have said, now, why would you change my name for out of all these people? God had assigned him there, but he didn't deploy him until they got into his story of him leading the Israelites out of places uh, until the children of Israel who had been wandering for those 40 years. There was a, a time even of circumcision because so many children had been born in the wilderness. But that Moses got to stand on the end of the cliff and God said, take a look at all of this. You ain't going over there. <laughs> I know you obeyed. You did what you were supposed to do. But then, you know, you had that little temper tantrum and it costed you something. I want to tell you that in this season, there's a level of obedience that we're going to need because of the changing of the guards, because things are different than they were initially, because things are no longer what they used to be. I want you to start revisiting some of the experiences that you've had in your life that apparently um, for some of us didn't make sense. Um, it, it didn't go right there. It seemed like I have so many stories of things that didn't seem like they went right there. I need to tell you that they went right there. It was necessary. It was par for the course. And I don't know about you, but I can pretty much guarantee you that in all seasons, um, God has shown you glimpse of things that you're responsible for in the earth. And I want you to ask God to open the scrolls that he would begin to show you your purpose, not just your use, but your purpose, what you were designed to do. Joshua was designed to carry a nation into next. There is absolutely more, all of being disheveled or frustrated or going through or struggling, having this issue and that issue. I need you to understand that they all are part of the puzzle that we talked about on yesterday. There is more. There's a place of authority that you don't have to announce, that you just stand in, that when you walk in a room, things begin to shift, things begin to change. Everything about who Joshua was from the time that his name was changed um, all the way until he led the children of Israel out of the wilderness experience. He was assigned to that. And obviously it was 40 years later. Don't be in a hurry to get to more, right? You got to have the capacity 
in this season of Joshua's life. I'm sure that he had been tempered. I'm sure that he had been tested. I'm sure that he had been tried and, and found true, that he understood his assignment. I want to ask you this as I close. Do you understand your assignment for more? See, with more, you, you can't take your grasshopper mentality. For more, you can't take your apologetic self. For more, the people that you thought would travel with you cannot go, and you have to be willing to let them go for more. The people that you thought you wanted, <laughs> that God did not assign to your life, they can't go to the place of more. Here, Joshua is leading them to a place of not just more, but a place of promise. The place of promise has more than you could ever imagine. In this season, um, I can say emphatically, this is my jubilee season. I am walking to a place of more that God has been preparing me for for 25 years. And to be real honest, today I understand that that's kind of short. But not only do I see it, I'm, today I get to walk in it. And I felt like it was never coming. Today, the things that used to make me afraid or worry or scared or frustrated, they don't make me frustrated or scared or worried anymore. I know that there's more. I know that we serve a God of excess. I know that he is a provider. I know that he's a healer. I know that he's a deliverer. Ask me how I know because I'm walking in more. So I want to encourage each of you this morning to understand that your more may not look like my more. <laughs> your more may be in a broom closet. So Expect that more and get whatever that more offers. It's similar uh, to what my mommy said yesterday. There, there is not only more, um, but whatever it looks like, don't ever be afraid of respecting the process of God changing your name, of things maybe not looking like what you think they should look like. Just know this, that it is impossible for God to lie. He didn't trick you. He didn't play you. Every single thing is in its proper timing, in its proper place, and it is a process to get to more. So I pray that something I said encouraged you, something I said empowered you, and something that I said will remind you that there is more. That being said, y'all know what we do round about this time the time we have set aside to say great morning. It's the time we have set aside uh, for those that may have joined the call a little bit late. And if you're here, um, if Rochelle is on the board, do I need to move around, Shelly? You got it. We're good. Good morning, dear. Uh, all right. Good morning. Great morning. Anybody want to say okay. hey? Hey, Else. Good morning. I love you. Praying mm -hmm. for you. Thank you. You're welcome. Good morning, Diane. Good morning, Diane. Good morning, Diane. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Christina. Who else was that? Tracy. 
Hi, Trace. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, sis. Good morning. This is Hi, Kat. Shonda. Good morning, Kat. I heard you. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, 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 yo. Hey, Mother Leomia. Hey, Brother E. It's your mom. Hi, Mom. Good morning. It's Jubilant. Hey, Ju. Good morning. Good morning. It's Diane. Oh, hey, Diane. I, I said that wasn't Diane. Who was that? <laughs> that's Carla. That was Carla. Hey, Carla. Okay. I was like, that wasn't Diane. <laughs> Anybody else? Good morning, sis. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, that morning. Good morning. Morning, morning. Gloria. Hey, Glow, good morning. Who else was that? Good morning, morning, Patsy. Hi, Patsy. Good morning. Morning. Good morning, is beloved Barb. Happy Wednesday. God bless everyone. Hey, beloved. Good morning. Peace Peace and Good love. Morning, persistent. Hey, persistent. Great morning. Anybody else? Okay. If not, we can walk right into love, life, and victory. Anybody have any questions, comments, commentary? I hope I made sense this morning. My brain was yeah, moving yeah. 100 miles a second. Good morning. <laughs> Hello. Can I be heard? We can hear you. Hold on one second. Um, there's two. Nicholas is having surgery today. and baby I was just about to say that. Come forward. Okay. Um, okay. I was just about to say that. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. And who was who that speaking? Good morning. This is Alice, and I'm here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I was invited by one of the participants. Um, this is the first time that I've been on your prayer line. Uh, thank you so much for your your, uh, your words of uh, wisdom and encouragement. But I had a question in regards to what is the process? What does the process entail? Mm, it depends. It's it's very very individual. It's very specific. It it's some of it is time, um, seed. Some of it is um, listening. Some of it is learning how to hear the voice of God. Everybody's process is different. Um, I believe the components are always the same. But when, when we are in process, um, it, it, for me personally, um, I had to understand first and foremost that um, my life was set apart. That, that's, a, that's a yes, right? That's, that's part of the process. You got to get there. Um, I had to understand that I was set apart. That's that's a process. That didn't just happen for me overnight. I had to understand that there's a sanctification process. That's a process. Everybody's process is different. It just depends on, on where you are. It depends on your heart posture. Um, it depends on your, for us in this season, your prayer life, what, what kind of time you spend in the face of the Father. And really learning how to hear him, learning how to obey him, learning how to um, yield your will, your mind, your will, and your emotions to his plan for your life over your plan for your life. 
hopefully that helped some. Yes. Anybody else? Good morning. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Hey, Sister Lisa, hold on one second. I hold on one second, babe. Okay. Hold on one okay. second. I heard a gentleman speaking. Who was that? Good morning, Sister Dion. This is Brother Jeff. Hey. I just want hey, to say welcome. I just want to say welcome to Sister Alice. I, I didn't know that hey, she man. would be joining us this morning. She, she told me she, she had to work. But I just want to encourage her to keep calling in to declare victory. Yeah. Uh, we're here five days a week, and uh, Miss Miss Alice, she she's uh, she's a powerhouse for the Lord, and uh, she's 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 been in my life for about twenty years, and I'm just glad she's able to connect with Declare Victory this morning. I just want to say welcome. That was awesome. Well, welcome, Sister Alice. We bless you and. Thank you for joining us. And again, as Brother Jeff said, we pray that you would come right on back. And um, I thank God for you this morning. Welcome, Alice. If you're talking, Sister Lisa, we can't hear you, huh? Oh, okay, yes, okay. Thank you for your declaration, and thank you for encouraging me. I was waiting to see if you were done, if he was done speaking. So, yeah, I like when you said that don't try to go too fast. Uh, you know, trust in the process that I'm in of my healing, and God is bringing me through, and I'm grateful. But I, I get to a place where I just want it right now. Uh, but it's something, like what you said, I have to go through some things to get to the more, right? But I want the more right. and pray God so his words would be written on my heart, uh, you know, reading the words so it could be uh, written on my heart so that I'd be able to speak it. So uh, I just thank you for just saying I have to just be wait and just take my time, right? And um, so that it can be written, written on my heart. You know, the Absolutely. word of God my heart. So I, I, I just that 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 did a light bulb in my head and I, I won't be singing today. you <laughs> said I tickle joy, but I'm not gonna do that. But I I'm grateful <laughs> that I'm not the person I used to be and that Amen. I'm following Jesus, but I have to slow down and, and don't get just take my read it if I have to keep reading it, right? It's just it's a process and I have to trust the process. So thank you very yes, much for that. Yes, I right. God thank you for sharing, Lisa. Great good morning. Job. Thanks for sharing. Hey, good morning. Uh, wonderful decoration, Lord sis. Um I I love when I learn something new. You know, there's something when you read something over and over and over again and there's something um um, somebody reveals something in declaration and it, you know it just it just makes my day I had never known about Joshua's name being changed me neither dude I was like hey you know I'm <laughs> I'm like wow you know what I'm I saying mm-hmm. I, I, I missed it too so thank you for that I, I loved your whole um, declaration about more and, and, and the, the process a few things stuck out to me. And the first one was the name change. And everybody yeah. who's had their name change has had the divine put in there. So you, uh, so uh, so Hosea 
uh, is, is turned to uh, Ye Ye Yeshua, which is also the same name that Jesus uh, carries. And so that points out to me that when God changed, decides to change your name, he's promoting you. But more than that, he's, at, he's like, I'm adding my seal of approval. I'm adding my name to yours. And so I'm giving you the authority to carry out um, uh, your mission to your more. Um, another thing, um, when the priests go to the Jordan, they have to step out on faith. They can't just stand at the, at the bank because God says when their feet touch the water, then the Jordan was rolled back and the, and the dry land was exposed. So as we're going to our more, we have to step out in faith. Our feet, feet have to touch the water. We can't just look at our signing. We can't just look at this and, well, I'm here, Lord. There, there is the process in which we have to take that step, and then God will part the waters. He will make the, the land dry. He will, he will give us the, the access and the way. And also, when they're in the middle of the river, everybody is allowed to go. The river does not go roll back until every last person is over there. And that spoke yeah. to me is that when God gives you the assignment and he makes the way, he's not going, he, he, you know, we can, we can walk in faith knowing that when we complete our assignment, God's glory is there. His presence is there to hold back whatever which, which will hinder us. So once again, yeah. great day. Very good. Thank you for that share. That was good, Eric. That was good. Yeah, everybody go. <laughs> Everybody gets to go. Now, that's the part I'm excited about is everybody gets to go. Amen. Anybody else? I enjoyed your declaration. It's Krishanda. Um, and I really liked uh, what Brother Eric said about this will hold back the water. Um, that was good. Amen. Amen. God be praised. Hey man, anybody else? Do you have any scripture scriptures? Oh, go ahead. Um, the first one was Deuteronomy 34. Read the whole chapter. The second one was, I'm sorry, the first one was Numbers 34. Second one was, uh, I'm not saying I'm in a whole nother part of the house. So give, give me a minute. I don't want to give you the wrong scripture. I'll, I'll share them in a second. Okay. Numbers 13. Yeah. First one through four. Verse and Deuteronomy six, 34. Eight, 16. Deuteronomy 34. And Joshua mm -hmm. 3, 6 through 9. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Wait, one more time, please. Numbers 13. One through four, six, eight, and sixteen, and then Deuteronomy thirty-four. Thirty-four, seven through nine. What is this? Seven through nine. I was gonna say six through eight. Joshua three, six through nine. Okay, thank you. Okay, Rita. <clears throat> Anybody else? No, that would be fine. I'm tripping. <laughs> Sorry. Good morning, beautiful. Else? Kindness. Hi, kindness. Just want to say thank you. I really enjoyed your declaration. Beautiful. Um, and I appreciate it. It was definitely very sound, and it was an application for me. 
um, just how you reminded us that you've kind of went from to and fro, you know, from pillar to post, from A to B, but it was all with purpose. And I just, what, what really hit me hard and heavy was, Ain't nothing behind you. <laughs> it's all in front of you. So it's all um, in front of you. Thank God for you um, and the way that he uses you. I thank God for the vision um, that you allowed him to instill in you and you actually manifested it. I love you to pieces and I hope that you have a blessed day. Too. Amen. Thank you, kindness. Love you back, babe. Anybody else? Good morning. Hey, good morning. I'm sorry, <laughs> I had to step away from my phone for a quick it's second. Okay. But in that, what jumped out at me this morning was, I always said, even being a member at St. Luke years ago, that there was more. And this just could not be it. Mm-hmm. And even to this day, I'm still saying there is more that this just could not be it. But the key was, because my, 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 my belly leaked, hallelujah, when you said mm-hmm. that you have to tell some people, yeah, we might be together, but my more does not look like your more. Because what mm-hmm. he gave you was for you, and what he gave me is for me. So don't get mad when I step mm-hmm. all the way into my more. Mm-hmm. That, 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 yeah, that just... That just sounded real loud in my ear this morning. So I praise God mm-hmm. for you, too. <laughs> Love yeah, you. I praise God for you, too, V. <laughs> Love you more. More. Right? Mm-hmm. Hey, D. Sheila, I just want to say um, I enjoyed your declaration. Um, I just thank God that um, I, can, I have learned to respect the process, um, to yield to it, and, and not get caught up in in the things that, uh, the events and the situations, but just get caught up in him. It was just definitely encouraging to um, always take a look back and at the things that he um, allowed us to conquer. Um, they don't go away. I, I read a post, something about the scars, and you think of the scars, but we think about the, the bomb at Gilead that helps us with those scars. So, it was definitely refreshing, so I thank God for your declaration. Amen. Amen. God be praised. And yes, honey, the pro the P word, Jesus. <laughs> it, we we should call it the painful process, honey, because that thing be singing. And uh Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Hey, Your declaration, I just want to thank you and your mother. And yesterday I didn't get to finish the call out um, to the end, but I thank God for um, the words that you guys shared. Um, And this morning, I mean, definitely the same thing, you know, definitely the journey that I've traveled, which has been a, you know, I, God has a plan. And I know that he does. And so um, the more, you know, I know when I was in a relationship and that that relationship wasn't going where God wanted me to go. So I knew that he had more for me and then some people can't go. 
where you're going, and so you have to leave people behind. So I just thank God for just the journey, and I thank God for, um, you know, that I know I, I didn't get to hear what you were sharing with someone, but I heard you say that you have to seek out him more, you know, to to hear him, to be able to know what he's saying to you. And that's one of the things that I keep struggling with is, um, you know, putting that time in, you know, with God. But um, I know that that's going to change. Um, I just can't keep talking about it. I got to do it. And um, me doing the work, then I would know what, what my purpose, what God has for me. Um, so um, as I um, keep pursuing um, that or just pursuing him, um, I know that he is, I, I've been knowing that he's been with me all the time. So no matter where I'm at, I'm at work right now, so I can't stay on long. But I just thank God for your declaration, um, and I thank God for you. And um, Elsie, I am praying for you and your family. It just broke my heart to hear that this morning. And uh, just, um, I love you all. Yeah. And we love you, babe. Thanks for sharing. Appreciate you. It's your mom. Hi, mom. Hi, kid. Um, I just wanted to say, I think I heard you say or or appeal to the people to look back over their life and they would get a clue about where God was taking them. And the definition of process is a series of actions or steps taken in order to achieve a particular end. That's process. A series of actions or steps taken in order to achieve a particular end. And I believe if we look back, we'll see the, we'll see the, the tracks, we'll see it, and we'll get to know that God is taking us to a particular end. That's all I wanted to say. More than enough. That was a lot. That's good. And that that is absolutely true. Hey, good morning. Um, Hey. Good morning, everyone. Um, I want to say that with the, Jackie, that was a great um, definition. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Um, But with the process, it is Crucial, imperative, vital, whatever word you want to use there, that we understand and acknowledge we are not being punished. There are consequences for our actions, but if we are moving, we know we are moving from one glory to the next or from one phase to the next or whatever. The things that happen in order to get us from one phase to the next or one level of glory to the next or one one um, uh, um, uh, level from, of faith to the next, they're not designed to punish us. They're there to nudge us, to push us, sometimes to kick us out of that comfort zone so that we can grow. I think that's the biggest part that I, I, if you don't take anything away from 
you know, all of the, de- the, the, the full definition is understanding that God loves us. And so, you know, um, that process that you're in is uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable because you're getting out of that area of comfort. You know, we are creatures of habit. We would stay, most of us, many of us would stay right where we are because this is what we know is safe. Um, it is comfortable. We know it. We know how far to go. We know what our limits are. And when we step outside of that comfort zone, you know, we, we are uncomfortable. And, it's, and that's for a reason, because it is going through the process. And so there's also a learning curve in going through the process. So uh, real quick, I, I, I have a n- new car. I still haven't completely learned it all, but, you know, I put my foot on the gas and I was like, whoa, you know, it kind of, it took off almost without me. Um, I, I wasn't expecting that level of power. And even when I, the braking system, even even in stopping, right? So so I've had to, there's a learning curve that I have to, that I have to go through. And so I'm, I'm using that as an example. And so when you're going through the process, when you're going from one phase to the next, there's also a learning curve so that you can gain your bearings um, and do what you're supposed to do so that once you arrive, you're good and ready for it. Thank you for allowing me to share. That's an absolute fact. And when you don't respect the learning curve, chances are you will fool around and crash if you move in too fast. And so we, we always say don't get ahead of the process. Um, I remember getting ahead of the process because I had seen um, some of the things that God wanted to do in my life. Um, and we we think that we can gauge when that should happen. And the reality is we cannot. It happens when it's time, not a second sooner. It happens when he knows that you won't kill yourself with the power of a car. It happens when he recognizes that you have the discipline to obey him, not kind of, sort of, but when you obey him with everything that you are. It happens when he can trust you with greater responsibility. There are things that um, I'm sure as parents we've wanted to give to our children, but we knew that if we had given it to them too soon, it would cause them to not only fail, um, but it could be injurious. Right? So God only gives us what we prepare for. Remember, I, I use this series of words often process, preparation, position, promise. This story of Joshua is that indicative of those steps emphatically process, preparation, position. Then he walked him into the promised land. Hey, Dion, can you? Yeah. Do you remember remember the the GPS story you shared with me? You um uh you you saw your destination on the other side of the dead end. Yeah. You, mm-hmm. can, you, can you share that? Can you share? I can tell y'all stories about that. Yeah. Yeah. The yep. listening part, though, because you would mm-hmm. the listening part. You didn't listen to the instructions. Go ahead. It's not even even that I didn't. I was on my way to Fresno to a job training, and every weekend I would come home. And this particular time, 
um, I got to a certain place where I thought, which is that it goes right back to the Ark of the Covenant. Listen, don't get too close because you can get it twisted. I was on my way home. I thought I knew where I was, and I thought that I would end up back at home. But what it did was it took me two hours outside of my time because I turned the GPS off thinking that I already knew where I was going. And the reality was I didn't know. But there is another story. I was, I was going to a familiar place. I had been there time and time and time again. But it just so happened that I turned a street too soon. And I was riding down the street. I was listening to Mary J. Blige. I'll never forget it. And I was just a dancing and a clapping. I was distracted. Um, Deontay had a school project, and I was just going to Office Depot. And I, instead of turning at the second corner, I turned at the first one. And I ended up turning down the street that I would later live on called Sterling Street. There was an alley that had pillars in it. I couldn't drive through it. And so the Holy Spirit said to me, just like my name is what it is, sometimes, Dion, you turn a street too soon, and it causes you to go all the way out and back to your starting point so that you'd have to start again. And so just so you clear, it, it's really a matter of listening. And had I even not been listening to what he said in that moment, um, I used and applied that whole theory to the rest of my life. I don't want to have to start all over again, right? When you fail the test, you have to go back and do it again. I don't want to do it again no more. I just want to do it right the first time. And that has everything to do with hearing his voice and obeying the first time and not getting so comfortable but see, sometimes he'll take you to familiar places a different way, right? Um, <laughs> and, and that can be a different way in persona. That could be a different way in process. But sometimes it requires a different way. Thank you for bringing that up, sis. Anybody else? This yeah. is kind of, again, I heard um, when you were saying that, um, it brought me back to when you said, don't get too comfortable, you know, feeling like God is your homie. And that's what I heard when you were given the GPS um, expression. Basically, you yeah. kind of felt, I got this now, I'm cool, you know, you, you usually take me this way, you done already led me, now I could be led on my own. So, uh -huh. um, so thank you for sharing that. And then I, I wanted to ask your permission to um, just say something to uh, Sister Elsie, if that's okay. Sure, yeah. Okay. Um, Sister Elsie, I just want to, um, first of all, offer my condolences to your family. And I know that you've been on the line. I'm not sure if you heard that um, five short months ago, um, very many long days ago, I also lost my sister. Um, so I just want you to know, as your sister in Christ, that I'm here for you. Um, if there's anything I could do to be support, let you know that I love you. Um, I had mentioned to you that I'm here to support you with um, finding your, your father's side of the family. And I'm mentioning that um, just to say that when I lost my sister, because um, I actually found my family just a couple of years ago on my father's side, 
so many people came to me with so many different things in, in the way of comfort, but sometimes people who haven't experienced the same thing that you experienced just don't really know how to be a comfort, even though they do it with good intention. So I had someone come to me and say, well, hey, you know, I, I know you lost your sister, but look what God did. He gave you like a whole new family. And that didn't replace the fact I actually said, I'll give up all that to have her back, you know. Um, so I just want to let you know that I'm not here. You know, I'm your sister in Christ. Nothing will replace her. Um, but if there's anything I could do to um, express my support and love to you as your sister in Christ, um, I'm here for you, sis, and I love you. Very sweet, kind, Kim. Thank you for sharing that. Amen. Anybody else? Amen. Thank hey, you. Nice. Good morning. This is Bree. Hey. I enjoyed you. Um, I, I can't. We can't hear you. You're super muffled. Hello. Can you hear me now? Uh, uh, a little bit. Yeah. It's still pretty muffled though. All right. What about now? Yes. Now we can hear you clearly. Is that better? So good morning. This is Bri I enjoyed you. I said I was tripping up myself trying to get to the phone, and kind Kim beat me to it with her very sweet message. But what you said right before she started talking about sometimes God will um, take you to familiar places a different way. Um, That was so powerful to me. I just thought that that was like a moment for us to sit in because we can get so comfortable in our own knowledge, leaning to our own understanding that we'll miss the mission, which is usually in route. God takes us places because he wants us to do things. And if we always go the way we know, we could literally be missing the assignment. And that tag phrase is so powerful right now. I understood the assignment. But what if you missed it? What if you didn't understand the assignment? What if the assignment was yours that you was on and not God's? And so I just, it was just a reminder to me to be open to being led, even when I feel like I already know where I'm going. So thank you, Grace. I appreciate you. Amen. Amen. Sabrina, got off mute for me, y'all. That's a big deal. <laughs> um, Can I there, there are many times. Good morning. Oh, hold on. I heard two people. Who was that that just spoke? Jubilant. It hey, was mom. somebody right before you, Ju. Oh, hey, Mom. Mom, mom and then Ju, go. Okay. Well, I just, uh, hey, Sabrina, I just wanted to tag or just uh, piggyback on her. She said something really key, if we listen. And I think that the impact of this call is that you do one topic for the whole month. And we have heard some extremely good messages this month about more. And if we really listen take notes or just really let it penetrate our soul, the depths of our soul, we'll really get to that more, maybe a little easier. But yeah, listening is key. That's all. Amen. I I agree. And until I learned how to listen, everything was difficult. Seriously. Everything. Everything was hard. Everything was forced. Everything. Well, how about this? Until I learned to listen and obey, because I would hear. But I, I, I remember saying emphatically, I ain't doing that, Jesus. Nope, not doing that. No, thank you. Not saying that. Um, until he started to explain to me, don't be afraid of their faces. 
I told you to do a thing. You don't worry about what they do or do not understand. Amen. Thanks, Mom, for sharing. Go ahead, you. I just love this um, decoration. Um, one thing that really stuck out to me, what you said, was don't even, don't rush the more process. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't try to rush that process. That really uh, stood out to me. And also, when you were reflecting back on your journey, um, just looking and, like, like really seeing how God being able to connect the dots and made me think about I need to do that, you know, to look back at my journey. <clears throat> I remember, Scott, you know, even not even some of the stuff you said I really uh, related to because I remember I didn't grow up in church, but I, I, I seemed like I always heard his voice. It was like I never went too far to the left because I heard this voice that would be talking to me, telling me, don't do this, don't do that. Um, and I didn't know that to be God until, of course, I came to the church. But um, yeah, you, made, you just made me think about like really looking back at my life because sometimes we can move so fast that we don't really pay attention. You know, you, there are signposts. God is speaking and he's been speaking, but taking the time to like go back and examine like what was he saying to you at that time, thinking about the people you met throughout that throughout that process, the places you've gone, you know. So that's what I really got out of the, out of the decoration um, as a, you know, as far as my going into my meditation and moving forward with the Lord, just him, him taking me, sitting with him while he takes me on this journey back to see where he was in that process. You know, I, I see where he was in the process where, you know, him being my my father, you know, not having the parents, and I see where he he's been in the process, being the provider, being being my you know being my protector, but like just like when those times that I've heard his voice, you know, and just kind of just on that going moving pressing forward mode because you're in that mode of just survival, not really focusing on those conversations, those times that. You know, he sent this person, that person. But anyway, I'm going on and on. That's what it made me think about. It was a great decoration. Amen. Thank you, Drew. And um, and it, it's you weren't really going on and on. You, it was it was relevant and relative. I think um, when we revisit the history um, of even our painful places, and I, I say all the time, when it gets uncomfortable, don't run, run in. Right there's a difference. Anytime you you have a, a difficult season, there's always a lesson in the pain of the process. It is always a refining moment. I remember during the season um, that Josiah was really sick, and um, and in in parts of that time, my family was disheveled. Everybody had their own lives going on, and I spent a lot, a lot, a lot of time by myself. But I remember when the Lord gave me a job where I had to work at home and my hours were during this season and I worked from 10 in the morning until 7 at night. It was dark when I got up and we'd be on the call sometimes till 10, <laughs> till I had to hang up to start my shift. And I remember being at home and I would stare out of the window and I would be crying and I would be crying because I couldn't leave. 
right? It was nothing I could do but be in my room on my call doing my job because I worked remotely. And that lasted for a minute. And I think from like November till I think maybe the end of February. And so it was always dark. And that, and I had my, you know, couple of little days off. I didn't realize it was preparing me. And that was in 2015. It might have been 20. No, that was in 2014. It was preparing me for when Josiah was sick. And in that season of Josiah being sick, um, I had to sit with myself. It was just me, y'all. I had to sit with myself and I had to acknowledge um, some of the things that I struggle with, like my singleness and what it felt like to be alone. And I remember the day um, really vividly where the Lord said, I want you to sit in the pain of your loneliness so that keeping in mind that I've been married a million times, the Erica Kane of the 20th century. Um, <laughs> he said, I don't, I don't ever want you to forget what that feels like. And I need you to let me be your comfort in your lonely moments. Right. And so that when I give you a mate, you'll never take for granted what it feels like to be alone. And so you'll honor and cherish that relationship differently. And that was a hard process. So now when Christmas hits, I remember seasons of times where I would be frustrated and sad and looking at couples and wanting to vomit in my mouth because I was hating <laughs> internally. But today it doesn't feel like that. I love me. I love my space. I love my time with God. And it's not that I'm not willing to share it, but today it's not a painful place. Today it doesn't make me sad. Today I don't get the, the lonely um, because I've learned how to stand up in who I am. And that was a, that was a process, y'all. Hey, sis, it was absolutely 2014 because mm-hmm. I was working for the county of San Mateo commuting mm-hmm. from Vallejo to Belmont, California mm-hmm. and for CPS. Did you hear what I Did you hear me what mm-hmm. I said? Commuting mm-hmm. from Vallejo, California to Belmont, California. That's the devil. Oh, and then I had to then I had to drive all day. Yeah. And sometimes I ended up in Sacramento County. Mm. And I remember oh. it so well because you and I were on the phone talking about being thankful about, you know, having an income, but this process, we knew it was a process that we were going through, mm-hmm. but this process was the devil. It wasn't a punishment. It was, devil. It was just like, God, what are you trying to teach? Okay, okay. I'm in, I'm ready to get out now. I think I'm done. Can you let me out? Mm-hmm. On top of dealing with issues with our family, you had your I, I I don't know. I always felt like mine was way more devastating than yours, but you tell me it wasn't. But um, I remember um, being able to encourage one another um, and through a very hard, hard process. So why I'm saying that to you guys is. It's not healthy for you to go through things by yourself. We talk about this all the time. You, you, you need somebody in your life, not just know anybody. Um, and if you don't have anybody right now, pray for someone that God sends you that can handle you, your real authentic you, to help you through some of these things. 
there were decisions that I was going to make and had not Dion said, sis, you cannot do that. You can't stop. You cannot. And I was like trying to justify it. No, ma'am, you cannot do that. I would be a completely different person if I would have ignored her. And I know that was the voice of God speaking through her. So value what you have. If you don't have it, look for it. Pray for God to give you somebody, some people um, that will speak that truth and hold you accountable and that you will be willing to listen. That's part, that's part of the process, too. Okay. It is. It's an important part of the process. Good morning. Again. Good morning. Hey, I, I, I love this. I, I, I really enjoy uh, listening to you. I, I, I enjoy uh, listening to you. Uh, also, uh, and it, it just reminded me, if you go down a, a chapter uh, more, Joshua, of course, says, when they, when you're crossing over the Jordan, he tries to pick up a stone. You were to pick up a stone for the future generations. And, when, and, and it says, when your children ask you what is the meaning of the stone, you ought to tell them that we crossed over on dry land. I think yeah. it's very important that as we're on the process of, of going to our more, is that we pick up those stones. Uh, you were telling the story of your stone today because the whole process of them, they didn't just get to the Jordan. They had to go through the wilderness. They had to endure the dying off of a generation. They had to endure the, uh, the, 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 the bites of the serpent and, 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 the, uh, and the thirst trials and the tribulation. And that's all you all we're simply doing when we tell our story. We're telling the story of our stone. The stone also represents something else too. It represents the rock that is higher than that through it all. On our journey to our more we have a rock which we can depend on. A rock which can carry us, a rock which can sustain us, a rock which can redeem us and a rock which is powerful. Good stuff, E. Good stuff, good stuff. Amen. Amen. We are approaching the hour. Um, by chance, anybody else have anything before we get ready to sign off for the day? Yes, good morning, Great morning, God morning. It's magnificent. What an awesome declaration, Pastor. Although I missed it, I fell asleep, uh, woke up early, and forgive me. But I did hear the last part. I concur with Sabrina about uh, God will take you to familiar places in different ways. Lord Jesus, if that's not me, trying to learn to listen and obey. Mm. Well, thank you. Important. I'm going to go back and read. Hmm? I said, muy importante. Yes, <laughs> I'm not trying to do it again. No, oh no. Um, so I just wanted to um, address the family, if you will allow me, that we are, rem this is a reminder that we are trying to bless our pastor, our founder, our sister friend, who has been a blessing to us. She's about to fab uh, celebrate her fabulously 50 birthday party, and we want to uh, be a monetary blessing and a gift to her um, in the way that she has blessed our life. And 
you know that sowing into her is sowing into fabulously, excuse me, fabulously, absolutely blessed soil. You know, and as God says in the Bible, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over shall men give into your bosom. We've already been blessed um, by her sacrifice and um, sowing in to declare victory by her living her life out loud so we can see and be a witness on how to do it and how to keep going and we win if we don't quit and they were blessed as they went and all of the wonderful things that we've learned um, from our pastor our leader the founder of Declare Victory we're asking you to remember to so for her birthday we're doing this announcement early her birthday is on January 14th but we're doing the announcement early since it's around holiday time and we know how we want to give at Dion Jackson on PayPal at the Radical Midwife on Bidmo and um, the Radical Midwife on PayPal. So, oh, excuse me, Cash App. Um, so continue to sow, family, so we can bless her for her uh, her fabulously 50th birthday and all that she does and all that she continues to do for us in her obedience, her awesome example of obedience to us all. We thank you. We love you, Mama Jackie. I'm sorry for your loss, Sister Elsie. I'll give you a call. Love you, family. Amen. Thank you for that, Dondria. Appreciate you. Magnificent. Yes, yes that was magnificent. Amen. Amen. This is persistent. Been trying to jump in. Just want I didn't want to miss nothing. Dion, Tanya, all of you guys, just thank you. Um, I joined Declare Victory, toe up from the flow up, and coming out of it. And just want to say thank you for this word today because it's the process. It's a painful one. Yes, it is. And I th- there's so many nuggets that were said yesterday, today, and this, as, 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 as Mama Jackie said, this month and in, in listening to the more, trying to go through your process of the more, knowing that there's more. Like uh, uh, Sister uh, Magnificent just said, I don't want to go through this again. Mm-mm. So <laughs> listening... Uh uh-uh. uh, no, a big uh uh-uh. uh can't 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 be here no more. So a big mm-hmm. listening and obeying the process, um, leaning into the process. I can even see myself through this process where I have not necessarily run as hard as I've run in the past, but I haven't leaned into it either. So um, that's even a process. Um, but I just want to say thank you. There, there are people I absolutely know the Lord has told me, and that's painful too. They can't go where you're going. Mm-hmm. They're family members. They're loved ones, you know, that I have to to let go. Um, not necessarily let go, but I, they can't go where I'm going. And I don't even know what that process looks like. I just know that's what I've heard and heard it multiple times. Um, and it's lonely. And, and, and oh, my God. What Tanya just said about, and you conferred, that ain't nothing but the devil, these jobs and these crooked paths that you may find yourself going to working because you you got to make the income, but you know it ain't God. You know that's not where you're supposed to be. It's just evil. It ain't nothing but the devil going through that right now, okay? So I have said that, you know, God, I know that's not where you want me to be. I know, but at the same time, I'm by myself. I'm away. He's taking me away. I spend time with him. At least I try to. I listen because you're doing work, too, at the same time. Um, But I just thank you. There was so much being said that I can relate to, the same as this entire month. I know I'm on my path to more, but the process is so painful. Um, But it's okay because I'm with God. And I just thank you, um, this family, 
the family of believers. Dion, I thank you. Uh, I just thank you all and, and just many, many blessings. To God be the glory. Thank you. Amen. To God be the glory. Thank you for sharing, Priscilla. And you were no toe up than all the rest of us, honey. I think we all had our toe up moments, our toe up <laughs> seasons, and sometimes in the process, get toe up while we going. <laughs> How about that? Is what it is, and nothing happens until it's time. But the beautiful thing is, nothing is wasted. Nothing. Amen. 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 All right, guys. It is that hour. Straight up and down, eight a.m. I am prayerful that something that was said today. Number one. Um, remind you to keep going. My God, keep going, keep going. You are necessary. You are par for the course. Nothing that you've been through has anything to do with what's to come. It has everything to do with what's to come. It is part of your process. And we are grateful for your good days, for your bad days, for your hard days, for your days even of disobedience to learn how to obey him straightway. And I'm excited about your future. I'm grateful that God would surround me with such a great cloud of witnesses. Keep in mind that you are everything that God says about who you are, that today, during the course of your day, when the enemy comes in, I'm so grateful that we know today that the Lord will lift up a standard against him. Today is Wait While You Wait Wednesday. It is also the Archer Circle Hour. So tonight at 6 p- or 7 p.m., I'm sorry, um, the Archer Circle call will be going forward. And I pray that you are encouraged to run your race with patience, right? It's not given to the swift nor to the strong, but to the one that respects the process and endures until the end. I love you, but I promise God loves you more. Meet you right back here at 5 p.m. Otherwise, we'll hear you tomorrow morning. Um, and uh, no, okay, thank you. All right, have a great one. And don't forget to pray for Nicholas today. Pray for Nick today. Call out his name during your fasting hour. Love you guys. See you tomorrow. Love you, Declare. Love you, guys. Love you. Love you, family. Love all of Love you. Love you all. Love you guys. Love everyone.